Hello and welcome to the Global AI Podcast. We are coming to you from the second Global AI Summit emanating from Riyadh, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And on this episode, we have a data scientist and a Swiss cognitive global AI ambassador and overall AI enthusiast, Claire Matuka. Thank you for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. All right. And Claire, before we started recording, you were telling me that um, you have a lot of efforts involving training youth in the field of AI. Can you tell us a little bit about um, these efforts and also how critical is training the youth in the uh, field of artificial intelligence? Yeah, so I was just telling you about that. So the thing with um, AI, data science, um, all that, it requires a lot of practical and applied knowledge. Um, a lot of what the university offers us is more so theoretical knowledge. And so when, um, just based of on my own experience, when I left university, um, ju- jumping into the workforce, it was really hard for me to transition because I was forced to do a lot of practical work, practical work that I had no knowledge in. I had the theory right, yes, but when it comes to practically applying it, I had sort of a skill gap. Um, And so that's why training is so critical for me and something that I'm really passionate about doing. I like organizing boot camps. um, I like having talks. I like speaking to the youth um, about AI, training them on how to practically apply, how to practically code, how to practically come up with solutions and integrate them into apps and existing businesses. All right, yeah. and, and, and what is an AI boot camp? Like what's, what's, what do you do in the boot camp? Yeah, so the bootcamp basically b- brings together a couple of speakers. Um, the speakers can talk about data science, we have data um, data privacy, we have ethics in general. Um, we also have now how to apply AI into different industries, be it health, finance. It's basically like a one-day school, if I can call it that, yeah. The summit's overarching theme is to artificial intelligence to benefit humanity um, and three key themes for the summit are AI now AI next and AI never let's dive into AI now a bit more and how can artificial intelligence make the world more connected and accessible to everyone based on applications that will benefit humanity um, well, the goodness, and this is what I really love about AI, um, is that it can literally be applied in every single industry, right? Um, when we look at the apps we're currently using, even though we don't know it yet, but most of them, if not all of them, already have some piece of AI integrated into them. When you look at YouTube, for example, the fact that if I watch a dog video today tomorrow i'll get recommended 10 more of them that's ai in action right Mm -hmm. i use youtube every day so many people use youtube every day um then we go into now actual industries we're talking about ai in health right um right now ai is used it's being used in health to help with the customer service to help in diagnosis we go to agriculture ai is still helping in that so generally i would say yes ai is helping already in terms of the humanity in different industries industries okay let's dive into ai next the future of artificial intelligence um how can we advance research and development for future medical facilities to uh, better facilitate uh, services and patient profiles 
Yes, so I like that you said research and development because um, that basically means that we need a lot of funding to do that, right? So the advancement would be one in terms of getting training, right? Training, which is what I had already started talking about. Okay. For research and development, especially in health to happen, we need people who are trained, not just the doctors, but we're talking about tech professionals, right? We're talking about people because AI sometimes also works hand in hand with robotics mm -hmm. and robotics has also played a major part in medical fields so we need to train professionals who can handle robotics who can deal with ai who can also understand a bit of medicine and most of all who have passion for this um, other than training i would also say in terms of resources that would also benefit um, we need resources in terms of computing power with the health field, a lot, a lot of data is being generated on the daily. Um, and so it would be very important to also have the right resources um, to do that. Okay. Um, currently, um, I really like that NVIDIA has a lot of um, machine learning and AI sort of chips um, and resources readily available um, to do that. So if we can tap into that um, together with the right skill set, I think that we can really we can really do something important in terms of research um, in medical fields. Yeah. All right, and uh, you know, as you said, AI ethics is 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 a pretty touchy subject. Uh, so, what do you think are the most pressing issues that AI ethics can help in the manipulation of data for the uh, advancement of humanity? Um, I think it's, um, I would like to touch on maybe um, in terms of AI ethics, maybe the problem with algorithmic biases. Um, currently, we do have models that are being classified as being biased. Um, and um, in as much as people like to blame the AI itself, I would like to say that it's more about the people. Okay. Um, because AI is just a tool. It's being fed by data, right? I choose the data that I'm feeding the AI. So if I choose data that has 90% men and 10% women, I'm creating a model that is biased, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so it's not really benefiting humanity because when you plug and play this model into a population of people with 50% men, 50% women, you're not benefiting us at all. Um, and so I would really like to um, in, um, say that algorithmic, um, in removing algorithmic biases um, would really, really help humanity. Yeah. All right. And uh, before deploying any AI technologies, what data do AI leaders or what should they gather uh, to deploy the best AI suitable to provide solutions to improve our, you know, for the betterment of humanity, should I say? Well, I, 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 I can't really I can't really say that it's what kind of data. Okay. I would say it's more like the process of getting the data. All right. That that needs to be get touched on fast because mm -hmm. anyone has the ability to collect a massive amount of data, right? But if, let's say I was running a project, right, in three different cities, and I'm trying to collect age, gender, and something else. Um, if I was to collect it um, randomly, like one person writes age in terms of figures, another one writes it in words, another one writes it in Hispanic, like there's just a lack of coordination in the collection of data. And so for me, I would say that number one, how you collect the data, the data protocols, the data design, um, how the surveys, the, the, the 
process in which you're creating this data collection method is very key mm -hmm. um, because that plugs in plugs and plays back into the kind of data that you'll have, right? Because you also need data that you can actually use, um, not just look at. Right. Um, um, and so, yeah, once you have the design right, and then you have the data right, you have the proper resources to store this data, whether it's real-time data, whether it's data that is sitting somewhere. Um, um, I think that that those are very key into into generating the and deploying the right models um yeah and also in, on top of just deploying the models um the thing with models currently is that they need to be constantly updated okay so if you can build in a system that is yes it's trained on a certain set of data but there's also more data coming in and it needs to be constantly updated with the new data yeah okay and uh, you know Collecting data, you know, is, is important and it's kind of a rigorous task as well. Uh, especially, you know, so in your opinion, um, what do you think are possible solutions to deal with the complexity of, of data and to ensure its quality before deploying it into the artificial intelligence field? Uh, that's actually funny because um, sometimes when you talk about complexity, it, 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 it sort of stems towards um, having data that is structured as well as unstructured. Okay. Um, luckily, right now, we have methods in which we can, we can analyze data that is structured, and we also have methods that we can analyze data that is unstructured. Now, for example, images, videos, we're talking about text, you know, us tweeting. Um, there are already methods in existence for that. Um, and so in terms of complexity, um, I would say that um, data is not necessarily complex it's just in large amounts okay. um, so if we could maybe focus on actually correct co collecting the right amount of data the right kind of data mm -hmm. um, it doesn't really matter whether it's structured unstructured um, or all that yeah all right and uh, so w what session are you participating on uh, the, in the summit well I'm talking about um, communities and AI specifically for the youth yeah. Okay, and uh, you know, uh, in your opinion, how critical is it to in you know uh, to involve the community and youth in basically advancing the artificial intelligence fields, and also its use in various sectors? Um, it's very critical because it's this same community that will provide us the data. It's this same community that will provide us the skill set that we can use to analyze this data. It's still the same community who will be the customers and users of the products that come out of using the data. So basically, you can see that the community as a whole, it's like an ecosystem, right? Okay. And it's flowing from one thing to another. I might um, create um, something using the data that's collected from my neighbor, but I'm also the one using it and my neighbor is also using it. Um, so I think that AI um, and communities are very, very critical. Okay, and uh, speaking of community, uh, the Global AI Summit is hosting the international artificial intelligence community. So what are your thoughts about uh, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia holding the second Global AI Summit for the betterment of humanity? 
Um, I'm actually quite impressed. Um, it's it's such an amazing summit, and it has brought together leaders from all over the world just to come together and bringing ideas um, and to share their knowledge in whatever is working. And it it shows it it's like Saudi Arabia is setting itself up to mm -hmm. be a leader in tech and AI. Um, and it's not just doing that by harnessing whatever they have in the kingdom. They're yeah. also bringing in other communities from all over the world to do that. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what are some key takeaways that you hope to take from attending the summit? Um, key takeaways. Um, my key takeaways are one, um, would be one, um, how to integrate more of people um, how, how to integrate people and AI because um, right now people are very averse about AI simply because they think of it more as a machine mm -hmm. but I'm looking to understand how AI can work together with humans um, to come up with something that um, can still benefit humans. All right, uh, and uh, that's all the time that we have for this episode. And we'd like to thank you for being with us, and we hope you enjoy the rest of your visit at the second Global AI Summit. Thank you very much. Right. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. And uh, that's all that we have for this episode. Tune in to our next episode for the Global AI Podcast. Bye. <laughs>